delve into experiences of those who have encountered stealthing. These experiences might help us understand the act of stealthing from a survivor's point of view and also understand why keeping silent is not an option anymore. There are few first-person accounts available online that speak of experiences of men who have been stealthed with on social media platforms. Now, we found this uh, insightful article of a person elaborating their experience of being stealthed with without their knowledge in the homosexual community. The experience elaborates their shocking encounter of such an act and its bearing on the homosexual community. The link of the same is attached in the description if you would like to read more. Now, the question that arises amidst all of this is, why should stealthing be talked about? Now, what we understand is it should be talked about for mainly four reasons. First, to understand consent. Second, victim recognition. Third, being victim recovery. And the last being understanding the violation of sexual autonomy. Now, to understand consent, we also need to recognize that talking about sex is already tab a taboo and the concept of consent is extremely skewed. There are rarely healthy conversations that are taking place around it and the mainstream conversation on sex and consent are based on gender stereotypes. So, whatever manner of sexual activity one wishes to have requires consent requires conversations of consent with their partners. For example, if one wishes to have unprotected sex with their partners, consent needs to be sought not only for the sexual intercourse, but also specifically for having unprotected sexual intercourse. It is through such asking that acts like stealthing can be avoided and one's sexual partner's choices can be respected. So now let's understand what exactly is victim recognition. Right. Now, from all that you've spoken, let us now go ahead to understand what is this victim recognition we've been talking about. It means that victims now recognize the harm that is done to them or give a name to the violation that they have experienced. In the case of stealthing, they recognize the violation they felt when they were stealthed with in the past. Now, before stealthing got its name and recognition, victims did not know what to actually call it and let alone talking about it at all. Now that we've spoken about victim recognition, let us understand and try to elaborate on victim recovery. Right, so victim recovery would come into the picture once victim recognition has taken place, right? So once NCCR, that is non-consensual condom removal, were given a name, victims came forward to tell their story. They spoke of their feelings of shame, violation, loss of dignity and autonomy, which are similarly reported by rape victims. Now, a study noted that while some women may or may not show symptoms, uh, one may experience post a rape or sexual assault, others may continue to exhibit symptoms like anxiety, fear, depression, sexual problems that can persist for decades or even throughout their lifetimes. Exactly. This is why talking about this has helped remove the stigma attached to discussions about sexual violation and especially the act of stealthing. Further, it also acknowledges the trauma and pain that the survivors may have felt and the violation of bodily autonomy that takes place. Now, after this, let us understand how does stealthing violates the person's sexual autonomy. Now, 
ideally individuals should be able to exercise their choices over their own body but this choice is taken away from them when their male sexual partners do not abide by the agreement between them to have protected sex so as mentioned in our previous video toxic masculinity in a patriarchal society also plays a significant role in contributing to such behaviors of men now such a practice would fall under the acts of abuse as it violates not only bodily autonomy but also violates the opposite's person's right and trust and brings an anticipation of harm with it yes absolutely also it is important to point out that research shows that survivors uh, to such acts are not only limited to women they can also be persons of different gender identities and sexual orientations as well While there are persons of different gender identities, women have been central to historic accounts of discrimination and transgressions. Having said that, persons identifying as homosexuals, sex workers, transgender persons, and other non-men persons have also been at the receiving end of men's actions of taking away their choice to decide what happens in sexual interactions with them. Now that we have seen the multiple facets of survivor's experience let us understand if any legal action can be pursued by the survivors against men who have stealthed So legal research shows that stealthing may be considered as sexual assault or rape and this is exactly what we will dive into 